This is the Sounding Board Podcast with Hachi and Damo. Thanks to Drinkwise. If you're choosing to have a drink, choose to Drinkwise. Question time on the sounding board for Drinkwise. If you're choosing to have a drink, choose to drink wise. A lot of questions have been relating to the Masters coverage. We'll refer specifically to Lee Jones here on Twitter. Why are we still subject to second-rate coverage of the Masters? We should be able to see from first tee off each day, yet we still can't. The open coverage doesn't, does it. Why not the Masters? It's 2021, not 1981. I'll have a go at that, Lee. The Augusta National have prehistoric broadcast Don't they? rights yeah. clauses that means you can only pick coverage up at a certain time of the day. We had two years as a radio partner and part of me admires the history and the culture of it, but clearly it is out of date and out of step with modern consumption expectations. Yep. And I watched one morning of it when um, uh, Leishman was making a, a run. It might have been a second round. I, I didn't see him play a shot. No. And yet, he, every time you saw the scorecard, he was going up the scorecard into second or third, and I didn't see him play a shot. There were some very funny memes and social tweets that went out about unconfirmed reports and sightings of Leishman. <laughs> I didn't see that. I'm the challenge is it's a global feed, right? Whereas we all we want to do is watch from Australian lens. Uh, well, maybe just not the totally US lens they seem to have on it most of the time. But anyway, that, that's, that's, um, that has been a theme of the questions for this week. Lee Eustace, who is a regular Hutchie, on email today. A question for the both of you. How telling is the journalism from Nick McKenzie in the face of a defamation case from Ben Roberts-Smith and the subsequent editorial decisions from Nine Fairfax to continue with the story? Where does this end up, do we think? Um, Lee, I'll just refer you back to the main body of the sounding board there. Again, we've got a lot of questions about this 60 Minutes report from Nick McKenzie, but we did delve very, very deeply into it. Paul Fortuna on Facebook in New York City, Hutch. It'll bring a tear to your eye. Hi, fellas. It's on the way back, New York. Is it? Yes. He loves the podcast. He's uh, sharing my pet hate here. Watching a few rounds of AFL and AFL shows, and the new most overused term in football is young kids. I'm hearing it every few minutes, it seems. If there are kids... Then it, it isn't just assumed they are young. Can't they just be young players? All footy commentators and journos are guilty of this. We were taught this in our cadet classes, Damo. You know what young kids is? Anyone under 18? It's a tautology. Oh, young kids is, yeah. yeah, yeah. Young kids is a tautology. Young kids is, yes, it is. Tautology is when two but words it, used when one could be used. But even, it kind of even the reference to kids, I think, is what Paul's referring to. This is, is true facts, Paul. <laughs> Which is another tautology, by the way. <laughs> True facts. <laughs> I'm with you. They're kids. And kids are what you hang your hat on when you're not going any good in footy. How, how do you, you got beaten today by 14, 14 points. Did you see those kids, though? We've got to, and then when, you, when you're not playing kids. It's a race to have the youngest list, isn't it? Or to be in the top three on the youngest yep. list. Yep. You've, you've been beaten. You've got great kids coming through. We've got a good expo- look at the kids today. Yep. Or when you are going no good like got to, Collingwood. Got to, got to play the kids. And not playing the kids. Yeah. You've got, what else have you got, Damo? <laughs> um, you tell me, Hutchie. Young kids are knocking on the door. <laughs> Is that what they're doing? They're knocking on the door. <laughs> so why, why haven't we seen any good kids here but they've been knocking the door down in the seconds? Because they know no one's going out there on the seconds of the week and looking there going, gee, that kid's knocking the door down. So it's a very defendable thing. So memo to coaches out there, all yeah. you've got to say is, We've got a bunch of kids coming through who are knocking down the door. <laughs> they can't play, but they're knocking on the door. Um, one other thing from cadet classes, Archie, as we talk right now, it's getting close to 8.30 a.m. in the morning. Shorthand. No, no, 8.30 a.m. in the morning. Oh, yes. <laughs> That was one of their pet hates, wasn't it? It's just 8.30am, yeah. isn't it, Hutchie? Yes. Or it's 8.30 in the morning. That's, I, yes. I remember that. Uh, 
This one's to you, Hutchie. David Haley on Facebook. How much longer, Hutchie, do we have to put up with the seating arrangements at the footy as a Geelong member? I'm still not sitting in my seat. I've sat in for years. Um, David, that, and I'll let Hutchie answer it because he'll have a view. This is an issue for the spectator in 2021, obviously, and the protocols required around COVID, but it's affecting crowds, it's affecting morale, it's affecting habits, I reckon, Hutchie. Yeah, Potentially detrimental. But give me, let me give you the counter-argument to that. Yeah. We're healthy, we're safe, we're able to go to the footy in some guys. Everyone take a giant dose of calm down. We'll get back to where we can, when we can. Yeah, okay. But we're still playing in COVID conditions. We still have COVID in our community around the world. Yeah, it's one way of looking at it, but but when there's no other aspect of your life now which is being affected to this degree of your movement, people are making the decision to not go because of what's required. And that, that That's a fact. But be patient. Yeah, fair enough. Ben Byrne, or Ben Bryan, actually. Ben, it's either Bryan or Byrne. Uh, does Channel 9 have any <laughs> chance, well, it's spelt Bryan here, but it might be Byrne. Does Channel 9 have any chance of getting any Thursday night AFL games before the end of 2024? It goes a bit deeper than that, actually, that question. But it's a good question. Um, Thursday night footy, the broadcast rights go until the end of 2024, as referred to there. Do you believe, and you're our man on this uh, topic more than anyone else I know, do you believe the Thursday nights will be taken out of the general conversation around broadcast rights and sold off in isolation? Most probably. Yep. They'll need to get the check, won't they? You've been big on this for a long time. Yeah, they'll need to cut and paste it in many ways. Yep. Uh, and there's, there's a lot of questions about Thursday night footy, so uh, we might go another one. Greg on email. Just let me put myself on the record again. Yep. It is a absolute no-brainer for it to be on every Thursday, and I do not accept any rhyme, reason, or argument why it's not. Yep. You, 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 I'll give you this. You've been saying this even before it took off, and it has actually taken off. See tips on Twitter. How do Fox and Channel 7 determine who broadcasts which Saturday night game? Hachi, how does it happen? They sit down at the start and map it out, and there's well, each, have, each have been made commitments in their fixtures, and then there's always a little bit of compromise in the whack-up. So it doesn't always end up a perfect science. Do you want to ask that one? Uh, from Anthony Lawton there, Hutchie. One for Damo is Grant Thomas easing his way back into the footy media landscape by taking on a regular segment with DD Dunleavy on 3W Afternoons. Is this the best vehicle for him to do a fresh rebrand <laughs> following the podcast fallout with Sam and Mike? When I'm in the car, I do listen to DD Dunleavy's show, Hutchie. It's a very good show. I've never heard Grant Thomas on it, and I can tell you now that if I ever am unfortunate enough to be on 3W at the time he comes on, I'll be seeking other radio options. That's unfair. No, it's not. You're very petty on this stuff. No, I'm not. I just don't need to hear what Grant Thomas has got to say on anything. Uh, Glenn Marchar says, an avid Saints fan, he was chuffed listening to the game on Saturday, but the broadcast finished five minutes after the game, leaving no space for station to dissect what happened. Well, with all digital stations around, can't we do better than this? It's a real flaw. Uh, Glenn, I think the way the fixture is built... And the means to try and broadcast as many games as possible means it's not that easy to do long pre- and post-games, but it will change and open up. Uh, Products like our own SEN Stadium give you more greater ability to do longer broadcasts. I think we'll see much more... um, We'll see more and more and more, Glenn, in that space. And you get a very comprehensive wrap uh, on Triple M too there, Glenn. Uh, make this the last one today, Hutchie. Jared Wilksh on Facebook. Hutchie, love the good weekend piece. I have to ask, though, 
Did you speak to Drinkwise before agreeing to the form of photo shoot? I'm not sure that that cricket shot you're attempting to play could be found in any cricketing manual. This is a point I should have raised myself, Jared, and I'm glad you've flagged it here as the last question today on the sounding board. It was a back foot cover drive hit on the up at a ball. It was a bowling machine at, at, at throwing a, balls at me. At a I've, basketball. I've hit it beautifully off the middle. No, you did I've lifted the you toes. You've no balance. I've lifted the toes to get impact a little bit. Even, even the, the one foot that is still on the ground is not properly positioned and anchored. And if you're trying to say it was a, would you say a cover drive you're trying to play? The off f- the back foot? The photographer didn't know what he was shooting. I he was a non-sports fan. Have you ever held a cricket bat before? The photographer was a non-sports fan. We did the shoot. Did you need to know that he the right me, hand, being a right-handed, goes beneath the left hand on the cricket bat? He said before me, the photographer said, hey, hold it this way. He said to me at the end of the shoot, thanks for joining us today. And good luck with next summer's ashes. He thought I was a player, and I don't. After he threw balls at me for twenty minutes, while I took photos. I, I hit him pretty well. I thought in the photo shoot, <laughs> not, not the one I saw. <laughs> Very good point there, Jared, and that uh, does round up question time today on the sounding board for Drinkwise. If you're choosing to have a drink, choose to Drinkwise. Thanks for listening to the Sounding Board podcast with Hutchie and Damo for Drinkwise. Make sure you find us on Facebook and Twitter at Sounding Board EP. Hit the sign up button on Facebook to receive our weekly email and subscribe to, rate and review the show wherever you listen to podcasts.